Hello and welcome to the first episode of Old vs. Gold. I'd like to take a quick moment to mention that when we recorded this episode, we uh, had another name for the podcast and it, well, it uh, just wasn't working out. So we changed it and I seamlessly edited out the old name whenever it was mentioned. See if you could tell where. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Now, please enjoy the first episode of Old vs. Gold. Thanks for listening. Song? No theme song? Is no there theme a theme song? song? There's no theme song. Not yet. Not yet. Could but there might be in the future. <laughs> should, should I sing something? We no, should all sing no. something. No. <laughs> no? Okay, we won't then. <laughs> all right, welcome to Old vs. Gold, episode 101. The movie is The Goonies. Old vs. Gold. The podcast that asks the question. Was that movie or TV show good, or is it just nostalgia? That's right. We're going to take your fond childhood memories of TV and movies and hold them up to the harsh light of day. I'm Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and lover of ice cream. Ooh. Uh, I'm David. I, I used to work in technology, and now I sit around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm April. I'm the owner of Mission Pony, and uh, I ride horses in downtown San Francisco. I'm Tim, and I'm Robert's partner in Hidden Deadly, making films, and I'm also recovering from a slight cold earlier in the week, which means I will be coughing occasionally. All right, great. <laughs> so, as I said, the film The Goonies, 1985, long, long time ago, when we were just wee lads, or teens, or late teens, or whatever. Were you, or, a, were you a wee lad in 1985? I was. Wow. Yes, I was. You've changed. Perhaps some of us were feti. Feti? No, no. No, none of us were feti. So, according to I, IMDb, Goonies is about a group of kids who embark on a wild adventure after finding a pirate treasure map. Ooh. It's directed by Richard Donner, you know, the guy who directed Lady Hawk. Oh. Oh, and also The Omen and the, the Christopher Reeves Superman and Grimlins. the Lethal Weapon series. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I only knew the Superman part. Oh, okay. That, that's yes. actually not entirely, you know, without merit. Right. As a directorial career. <laughs> yes, that's true. It has a story. The story was by Steven Spielberg. So I guess he just said it at a bar one day while he was sitting next to Chris Columbus, who wrote the screenplay. Oh. Mm. And, of course, it stars little tiny itty-bitty Sean Astin, oh, whose right. first role was starring with his mom, Patty Duke, in Please Don't Hit Me, Mom. <laughs> can, can we guess where that aired? <laughs> I'm betting. Did Lifetime exist in 1981? It might have. It must have. If that exists, That's it true. must it, have. I think oh, it was this an after school special. The origin. <gasps> oh, oh, yes. That's what it was back yes. then. After school yes. specials. Right yes. there next to, what is this funny white powder? <laughs> <laughs> funny side and note. Why is um, that man beckoning me into his car? <laughs> Funny side note, Please Don't Hit Me, Mom, also starred Lance Guest, who is Alex Rogan on The Last Starfighter. Mm. Yes. Very useless information. <laughs> the film also stars Josh Brolin, who Yummy. at the time was, I think this was his first role, but uh, he was uh, best known for Men in Black 3. 
Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's also in Grindhouse, No Country for Old Men, Milk, and True Grit, the remake. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be funny. I see. And and he's Barbara Streisand's son? Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Interesting. Blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Does everyone in this movie have a celebrity mom? Um, yes. Okay. I have decided. It is true. (laughs) Based on the two that we've heard so far. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Two equals all. (laughs) Corey Feldman from uh, The Lost Boys and Gremlins and Stand By Me. Um, Isn't his dad Marty Feldman? (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Marty Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Martha Plipton, who is actually in two TV shows right now, uh, Raising Hope and The Good Wife. Wow. Jonathan Key Kwan, who was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. John Matsuvak, who Matuzak. played the... Matuzak, sorry. <laughs> Bless you. And he played the big guy, the big... Uh, I forgot his name already. But he was a football player, apparently. And he was a bad guy in the 80s. He played a lot of bad guy characters, you know, from A-Team, Fall Guy, Miami Vice, Hunter, Silver Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> there were bad guys in <laughs> I assume he played a bad guy in most of them, so. Um, and Robert Davi, D-A-V-I? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's one of those guys who's in everything. And I always mistake him for John Malkovich, oh. who was in Empire of the Sun with Joe Pantolano. <gasps> who Joey Pants. Pants. Joey Pants. <laughs> <laughs> who is also in this movie. Um <sighs> And he that's was right. the traitor Cypher from The Matrix. Yes. yes oh, was bad. that's right. He was also on The Sopranos and was awesome. Oh. Also, and when Matrix, this movie was right? made, he did not know how to read. Really? Oh. He learned how to read much later in life. Wow. You have far more interest, interesting information than I do. I, I heard him on Fresh Air once. It was, oh. It was, oh. It was oh. amazing. The budget was $19 million and it grossed $61.4 million. So there you go. That's the facts for you're, the Goonies. You're leaving out one other um, actor I in the movie. Few, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jeff Cohen. Oh, yes, I totally forgot. I, I wanted to save him for last. Yeah, because my, the only so I never saw the Goonies when it came out. Never saw it in the thong. The only thing I know about it was that Jeff Cohen um, ran for student body president in uh. college um, when I was there at the same time, and he ran as Jeff Chunk. Cohen on, his, on, on the ballot, so you could, you could you vote for Chunk was basically his, 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 his platform and, and successful. Oh, so so he okay. was. I think he's an attorney now, or that could be. And and actually, my my where I went to college has a record of pretty much everybody who gets elected student body president ends up in Harvard Law School. Hmm. And that's kind of the interesting. The, the, huh. Not sure if that's on purpose or there's some weird is it causation or just correlation correlation I think it's just some weird Berkeley Harvard (laughs) arrangement Mm. you know for for law I don't know but it's the price you pay for becoming student council president (laughs) that's right but looking at his IMDB picture he clearly has worked off the chunk chunkness of his chunkness and is quite nice looking actually now (laughs) he was still he was still pretty chunky in college oh so but wonder, he hasn't done much movie stuff. I wonder if he and like Jerry like O'Connell worked out together. Oh, they, you know, they probably yes. did. Yeah, they yeah. got together. And said we got to fix this. Yeah, we can't be the chunky kids anymore on TV and movies. That's yeah. right. Got to get hit the weights. It's hard to yeah. get those. It's it's just more difficult to get those chunky kid parts when you're forty. 
<laughs> you, want, you want to try another tactic? Maybe. Uh, well, there's a lot more uh, people auditioning for the chunky. Role well, but they're not chunky the kid roles anymore. No. That would just be mm. weird, unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what we remember. Uh, the three of us that do that did see the Goonies when we were younger, uh, back in time. Um, April. Well, I saw the Goonies multiple times in the theater because in the small town that Robert and I grew up in, there really was almost nothing to do, especially (laughs) even now, but especially in the 80s. (laughs) So I was looking through my album one day and I uh, from the 80s and uh, I think I saw everything that came through our, our oh. movie theater it was like a five-plex theater Ooh. it was three bucks to go to but I swear I saw everything that came yeah. through during our <laughs> junior high and high school time so I saw this multiple times with multiple people I think I saw it on a, a first date where the guy's Ooh. parents came with us oh, to see this movie but we sat a couple seats <laughs> a couple seats away so it was uh-huh. a, it was a date right yeah. but his little brother was there and the parents oh, might as well be on the couch with the whole family oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I don't remember any sexy parts about the Goonies mm. probably not no. certainly not in that situation yes. anyway yeah mm-hmm. Tim um I only have very vague memories of the Goonies. I'm pretty sure I've seen it once all the way through and probably bits of it a couple more times. And this all would have been on HBO when it was shown all the time. Every hour on the hour. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And my only real memories of it are that Josh Brolin was promising, let's say. Um, (laughs) There were crane shots, Spielbergian crane shots. And there was something about a pirate ship, although on that last point, I may just be getting it confused with the Cindy Lauper video for the movie. So, oh, wow. Yes. So, I don't know. God, so, that's right. That. Cindy Lauper's kind of all over audio wise, music wise, this film. Yes. The Goonies are good enough. That's what she says. Oh, my that was God. the theme, yes. <laughs> Yeah, prepare for that song to get stuck in your mind tonight <laughs> as I watch the no. movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember watching it so many times that I started catching uh, continuity errors, and you know. Were you watching in the theater or? VHS I don't remember. Or? I must have seen it in the theater, but I don't actually remember. But I know I saw it several times on. Beta? VHS, I guess? VHS, probably. Ooh, yeah. Beta. Beta. You, hey, I had the you high did, quality. You, you, you didn't have the it. Laserdisc? You know, I skipped Laserdisc. Oh. Yeah. I never, well... Smart. Yeah, I never had a Laserdisc player. Yeah, it's weird. I just skipped over it. My mother invested heavily in, in Beta. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, she was a big believer in Sony. Thought they could do no wrong. <laughs> my coworkers all tried when I was finally buying a VCR. My coworkers all wanted me to get beta so I could trade tapes with them. And I got to the store and they had one beta model, and that was all the clue I needed to know. <laughs> Don't get beta. Look at you, very smart. So, Dave, we know that you didn't see this film when you were younger, right? But the current version of you, the older, wiser version, <laughs> do you think you would see this film now? No. You are going to see it. <laughs> I'm going to see you it. Have no I have no choice. I have no choice. However, I commit to seeing this film. But if not, if given the choice, would you be like meh, or would you like be a, woohoo? Uh, it seems like a kids' film, right? Yeah. Right? Okay. So, mm, All right. You know, I'm not gonna probably not gonna bother with that. But hmm. do you remember when you were growing up? 
in suburban Denver. Yes. The hype around it, the other people seeing it. Uh, I, I think so. I think other people, ooh, saw the Goonies, it was good, you know, but not, I don't know. My, my group of friends, the movie that we went to over and over again was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. So oh. that was our, our yeah. you know. How do it's it's Friday night again and we're bored. <laughs> Let's go see Ferris Bueller again. He's playing at the Dollar Theater. Hooray! Yay! Um, and we're gonna spend you know two dollars worth of gas to get there because it's on the other side of town. Awesome. <laughs> two whole dollars. Ooh, I know. Uh, Back then that was a lot of gas. A lot of gas. Let me tell you. Uh, reminds me of that shot in Die Hard where the cop is at the gas station and he looks up at the building and he sees the gunfire going off on the top of the building and there's a in the corner there's gas prices and it's like 89 cents oh jeez wow wow (laughs) okay so yeah I'm worried I'm worried that I'm I'm not gonna like this Hmm. because it's it, it probably is a kid's film and I think then you know the nostalgia will still be there and I'll still remember it fondly but I might be like meh meh whatever mm. I mean I remember the whole you know save the town and the the evil guy from the bank That's is gonna spoilers? build those things oh. and... one of us hasn't seen it okay this just setting <laughs> up kidding. the plot it happens you, in the first wait, like wait, five wait, minutes wait this movie has a town in it yes there is oh, a crap. whole it's town. all ruined now I know see this is my concern <laughs> I know this is what I'm saying <laughs> Okay, I'll stop now. In fact, we'll stop completely, and we're going to go watch the movie, and then we're going to come back. So, people, the the three people listening to the podcast at home, or wherever you are, <laughs> stop it here, watch the film, pretend you're watching it with us on our couch together, yes. snuggled if, up. If you've made the mistake the... Of, 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 of starting to listen to this while you're on the elliptical, you might want Ooh. to stop the podcast Finish your exercise. Go yeah. home and watch the movie, and then right. unless you have your iPad or whatever with you, that's and true. You, you can have, watch it while you, you work out. You, you could. just happen to have it on there, you know. And just, <laughs> You're gonna be on that elliptical a long time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. Put in your DVD yes. or Blu-ray or laser Netflix disc. or <laughs> Laserdisc. Yes. Get VHS out that Betamax. <laughs> Top or, loader, of course. Or completely <laughs> legally wow. downloaded digital file. Exactly. Blink, nice. blink. <laughs> no blinking. Really? Completely legal. Damn it. Shut the hell up. What are you doing? <laughs> Spielberger, come after us. He knows He knows where we live. Okay. You know all the guns he replaced and turned into walkie-talkies. He's got those guns. Oh, he's got those. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard he put them back, though, for, like, the Blu-ray or something. Yes, he put them back. He did put the laser disc. Yes. Anyway, that's another topic. So okay, anyway, okay, we'll be right back to find out if we still like this film or not or whatever. All right, bye. Everyone, sing along. Good, good enough. Good enough. No, stop. Terrible. Okay, it's not stuck in your head. It's there. Yeah, so I'm going to restate my theory about the song that they called Cindy Lauper up and wanted to do a song for the movie, and she's had this cut song lying around that wasn't wasn't good enough, as it turned out. She said, "Yes, we. Oh, yeah, you can have this. We'll throw Goonies into the title, and I'll do a video. (laughs) Yes, well, Alex. Yeah, we'll do something. (laughs) Well, well, hmm." 
Yeah, not... Uh, I think, yeah, it's mostly nostalgia-y. Okay. <laughs> you were going to say... I was going to ask you, so tell us first how this sat in your mind. You know, what your, what your memories of it exactly were. What kind, you know, was it good? How was it good in your head? It was just a, a fun adventure that I watched over and over again. Okay, and, okay. And, you know, there's funny dialogue, and it was still funny. Right? I mean, there was some funny in parts. Bit. In bits. There was a lot of parts where it just seemed like the director said, you know what, we need everyone to be talking and moving, so yes. just talk and move. <laughs> and then and then it would abruptly end, and then it would be a close-up of Sean Astin or another character <laughs> yes. just suddenly starting their lines, whatever that is. It's like it's like they went from crazy, uncontrolled, to suddenly, oh, we're back in. We're, we got to get this many pages of dialogue by the end of the day. So, yes. Um... I, I I guess I never thought things I never thought about when I was a kid was this odd idea that the Goonies was a group that got into a lot of adventures in the past. Yes. So there's like this myth, not myth, but well, it's a myth to us because we don't we don't witness this. But there's backstory there, that that we're not privy to. <laughs> yes, but they've had adventures in the past. Yes. And you know the Goondocks. See, see, I never were... got that. They were yeah. holding the backstory so that they can make prequels <gasps> yes. afterwards, and then yes. they decided not to go there. The Anagoonies. Yes, yes the animated series, yes. Anagoonies. Anagoonies. Uh, the, the web series, hmm. where it's their friends who are also Goonies, but we didn't see in the movie. Yes. Because it wouldn't be it the It sounds like there's a legion of them. Yes. <laughs> Goonie legion. So, well, related to that, something I'm still not clear on is the whole, like, premise of the problem so a country club is taking over the entire town to unless build a golf course to build a go- a single golf course yes. that covers an entire town yes unless the people who own the houses can pay them enough money <laughs> really uh, yeah I, I, guess I guess so well this was the 80s so right well you know it was a time so. of greed or whatever well i, I know, know but i don't know just <laughs> I, I don't know who... I guess the bank... I, uh, I, I think I we, we've it. all er- learned an awful lot about how mortgages work <laughs> over the last five years. That's true. <laughs> that leaves us all a little bit like, oh, that's done. <laughs> because, you know, what you can do, you have the foreclosure, blah, 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 you know, it's all... Yeah. Well, also, which reminds me, also, I don't understand how the main family, Mr. and Mrs. Goonie, can even live in the house they have in. She apparently doesn't have a job, I guess, and he is like the groundskeeper for a small museum or something? He's the curator. He's the curator. Oh, because you know that's a high-dollar job. Mm-hmm. But so. it's the 80s, and they're in a small town in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, okay. What so, does it take to doesn't live need a big budget, yeah. They probably paid off the house years ago. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Then why do they have to sign it what over to him? I don't know. That's my point. Property taxes, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It was, like it was very confusing. And, and wouldn't it take that. a while? <laughs> That's the thing. If it's eminent domain, the money would not matter. Wouldn't matter. Hmm. No, it makes no sense. And wouldn't oh, you well. have to take those jewels and get them appraised? And you know, yes. wouldn't it take like a, maybe a couple Plus, of weeks? Plus, I think probably the state would like claim to, to them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, salvage, right of salvage. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, so <laughs> you've got a handful of jewels right yes. there on the beach. Right. And then you see the pirate ship. <laughs> yes. Set up to sea. Yes. Don't you think you'd get like a couple zodiacs together yes. and, and, get and go get that thing? Yeah. That's where I want the sequel to start off. Where all it. the cops and all the adults are like on the shore going, 
holy shit, there's there's gold on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Would, but of course, this also comes from our heightened awareness these days. Wouldn't the Coast Guard be all over that or something? Yeah. I don't know. All those explosions. And that's another thing that bothers me about these kind of films where there's like a buried treasure. Uh, skipping the point of the whole like, well, we're, we've got this treasure, let's hide it in a cave and build a bunch of traps and stuff and then just die here. Yes. Right? <laughs> It takes so long for them to go from where the map starts to go through all the traps and all the booby traps and all the little things in the slide, the water slide, whatever, and to the ship. But then to get out of that, there's one hole in the wall. <laughs> Which you could have come in. You could have yes, come in that exactly. Too. Yes. <laughs> but I actually do really like this. I assume this is set in a parallel universe. Where Rube, it's, it's where, Rube, where Rube Goldberg devices are commonly built and deployed, ah. historically and currently. Yes. yes. Mm. And I actually like that. that. That part was fun, I thought. Implausible, but no more implausible than nearly anything else that happened hmm. in the movie. Someone during the film mentioned that Sean Astin had Bieber hair. Yes. Yes. Was that you? Before there was Bieber. Yes. Yes. Bieber. Bieber he definitely hair. did. Yes. We, we also got to hear uh, Corey, Corey Feldman say murder capital of the United States yes. a whole two years before The Last Boys came out. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Also. Not as, I thought that was. I think it's cool. <laughs> Is anyone thirsty for Pepsi? <laughs> Pepsi. Pepsi. Or maybe a little Domino's pizza. Yes. Or, or, or the Swenson's ice cream, right? Oh, There's yes. A product oh, yes. placement. Oh. Yes. That kind of. Oh, I didn't notice has, the logo. Has disappeared. Wow. Yes. We'll put your ice cream in a locker with a dead guy. How's that work for you? <laughs> but the kid okay. couldn't stop eating it, so. So, good things about the movie. Yes. I think that's one. I think the corpse falling out of the freezer was genuinely creepy. Interesting. Okay. I thought yeah. it was silly. Okay. I don't know. I thought I could see him blink as he fell into the <laughs> and flinch. Okay. Can you fine. imagine playing that character? Uh, fine. Okay. To listen to children scream in your ear as you're faking. Uh, I, I picked up early in the in the scenes in the house. I picked up on a couple of details of the like the kids. Like the like the there was a whole exacto knife set on on oh. the, the bedroom table of one of the kids. Huh. The whole. All the little knife pieces for building your your model airplanes. Oh, I see. Okay, yes. okay. Um, yeah, I think something we learned from this movie is that as a kid, no matter what either typically useful or stupid skill or interest you have, it will come in handy yes. at an <laughs> yes. opportune time. Your Spanish or your your playing, piano when you took when you were four. Yes. The, <laughs> <laughs> you, that you know so poorly that you think <laughs> A sharp and B flat are different. <laughs> uh, which I think was supposed to be a joke, but it kind yeah. of undercuts the whole she's solving the problem business. <laughs> um, so anyway, but that's encouraging. So you don't really have to try at any one particular thing. Whatever you happen to land on will work. That's what and, I take And away. save your friends. And save lives. your friends, yes. And your town. And your town. That's true. Yes. I thought it was really lighthearted. It was more lighthearted yes. than I remember. True. It was uh, it was more action than I remember, uh, and I remember a lot of bickering and fighting and watching it as an adult. It was the bickering was cute, hmm. uh, and there was a lot of blah blah. For blah, the blah, most blah, part, talk it, talk. Yeah, it graded on me a little bit, but um, 
Especially the scenes where I say it sounded like they were all just saying stuff, yeah. stuff that didn't make yeah. any sense, just to make noise. But it was lighthearted scene. in a way that I think that we don't see kids' movies today. Right. right? Oh. They had their arms around each other. They went skipping off into danger. Yeah. Yes. There was a lot of rough and tumble and play that I yeah. feel like yes. kids in today's movies are... It's far more dangerous and well, far you know, more serious. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned this while we were watching the movie that, you know, you you said, well, kids in a movie today couldn't go off and have adventures like that. And of course they couldn't because today a kid can't isn't even allowed to ride his bicycle to school. You know, right. parents have become so scared and we're a table full of childless people. So let's limit that conversation. <laughs> yeah. But still, it's sad. You know, it's like it's that's unfortunate. I feel like I feel like today we've also gotten very hyper aware of adults and kids interacting yes you know sloth kissing chunk mm. and a Ooh. lot of expressions of love between sloth and chunk which in the 80s were just really innocent expressions <laughs> and the scene at the end where chunk's head is right in here uh, sloths cross. Yes. Right? Like, I don't think they do that today. <laughs> but didn't mean a thing back then. Yeah. Yeah. So what gets one thing that gets me about this movie, and I don't know, I guess it was sort of at least positioned as sort of a kid's movie, certainly oh, so, a younger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the, you know, it seems like that became licensed to just make things loud and wacky. Mm. And I'm just wondering, does that really entertain kids? Because it never would have entertained me as a kid, just when you know adults mm. are doing loud, stupid things, and I counted four hits to the crotch. And it's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Is, I mean, became, they became so numerous, I started counting them. Like, oh, one was bad enough, and here we go. It's like, I don't know. I, I just wonder if that actually entertains that children. Is in- modern day films you see in the commercials for kids films there's a lot of crotch humor yeah i don't know maybe that works i I think a lot of the the yelling and the uh uh, what i recall is that people would pick up catchphrases from that right Mm. that people would repeat what data said Mm -hmm. or um i I like data rocking the um the um john cusack boombox look (laughs) Yes. Another thing, like post Columbine, putting a kid in a trench coat. Oh my God! Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I was a little disturbed by the stereotype, the Asian stereotype. That didn't actually cross my mind. Not funny. Just with him, but then his parents show up. You're like, oh, it's all Asians. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Um, Hmm. So the dad had an invention for making taking pictures with a camera better. <laughs> oh, but it didn't work. It did. <laughs> for some reason, it made the film come out. Who knows why? Yes. But... I, I did like I did like the moment when when Data just lost it. Oh, yeah. Started talking about himself in the third his person. Moment. That was yes. that was good. I, I kind of like that. That was like his. That would be on his, his reel. On his data his, has his YouTube <laughs> today, so. Data's had it with this shit moment. Yes, <laughs> I, I liked him in this better than oh, a God, short yes. round. Oh dear. Oh, yes. Talk about people screeching and, <laughs> and Kate Capshaw, yes. who needs to be shot. Oh, at, oh please! Yeah, that wow. moment was just all screeching. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. The here. octopus mentioned when the kids are talking yes. about escaping. Ah. <laughs> a cutscene. But they couldn't cut out his mention of it. <laughs> so another thing that confused me as a kid forever and ever, because back then, you know, they didn't have DVDs with cutscenes and 
whatever on them. And <laughs> there wasn't a lot of information. There, you can go to Wikipedia or IMDb and go, Hell whoa, no. what's going on with this octopus <laughs> thing? Oh, it was a stupid scene that they cut near the end. And you got to go buy Starlog or something. Yeah. <laughs> Star- months later, yes. <laughs> oh, Starlog, I remember oh, well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, someone makes a comment about Nuclear Saturday. I have that too, yes. Yeah, what is that? That was on Feldman. Is Corey Feldman said something remember? about there was nu- nuclear winter. Yes. I don't n- n- know you could nuclear limit it to Saturday. weekends. <laughs> Is that one bomb Aww. gives you a nuclear Saturday? I don't know. Um, so I'm also fascinated in this movie. Something I don't understand in this or any other thing that uses this whole trope of grown men competing for the affection of their elderly crone mom. Ooh. Hmm. You know, the, right. what's up with that? Why would that? It's like, I don't, I and mean, it's, you know. Were they trying to show the, you know, the kids were more mature than the That could be it. Maybe, this. maybe. But it's like, you know, wouldn't these guys, like, leave her well behind once they were of the age to do so? <laughs> I mean. They were also at each other's throats, not just because yeah, of trying to win her over, but, like, just their competition. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I think they were, like, lowering themselves to a kid level to fit the film. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, There's a reason they wanted to throw her from a train. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that's a that's a little bit of a stereotype, the sort of overbearing overbearing mother. Right. Oh, yeah. Archetype, right? Overbearing mother where the kids just become this thing where they just want to please her. And so she leads them apparently into a life of crime. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Because yes. all Italians yeah, are hey, into hey. crime. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what passes. It's, it's not just this movie that does that. So yeah. it's like, where does that right. come from? Why does that? Why is that repeated? I mean, the only uh, the first thing I think of that does that though is Futurama, and there it's played for laughs, right? Oh yeah. You know, mom and her, her three kids oh. who are bickering all the time. And but speaking of stereotypes, um, chunk. Okay, we get it. He's overweight. <laughs> but every single scene, I'm hungry, guys. Oh, I hope there's food in there. <laughs> Just like, ugh. There are some serious psychological oh, yes. problems going on with these yes. kids. That would be, you know, if you made a movie now, that would have to be dealt with. Yeah. By the cheerleader. Oh, she, oh, oh. Maybe not anorexic, but she's she got some hysteria problems. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to need to be fra- medicated. She's, she's fragile. Fragile. Very fragile. It's, and then Chunk has the eating disorders. Yes. Sounds like um, Data has some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, oh, don't. Uh, Sean was... Astin has psychological asthma, apparently. <laughs> What and what, what about the creepiness of his little moment with One-Eyed Willie, and the whole "You're the first Goonie," oh. which kind of made me think, okay, so a Goonie will kill everyone he's with, <laughs> set them up around a table, and then die at the head of the table. Well, let's, let's just let's just take a step back here and just contemplate the the bad guy character being named One-Eyed Willie. Okay. Yes. I mean, really, <laughs> really. That's what you're gonna name him. <laughs> you're going with that. <laughs> well, you know that, that, that it's, it's the target the audience, right? Movie, yeah. Yes, it's this from the preteen really, movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was distracted along those lines. I was distracted by the guy with the eye patch and the. Well, first of all, the oh. whole, the whole country club plumbing 
sequence was just so unfortunate in so many ways. <laughs> but I was especially distracted by the fact that one of the three guys in the shower had an eye patch all of a sudden yes. in a movie that was already aiming for pirates. Perhaps. Like, is this a clue? Perhaps right. a descendant of one I will. Perhaps. Maybe it's a genetic disorder. Maybe. Because <laughs> when he lifts up the eye hole, it's like... There's no it's, eye hole. It's... The bone continues. There's no eye hole, so... Right. Hmm... Interesting. Yes. Maybe. Um. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we're overthinking this film. <laughs> so what did, we, what did we think about acting in this movie? Oh, I, you said that Sean Astin yes. could still sell the speeches. Yeah, but perfect, even at this already, Sean Astin could... Even though the speech could, made no sense at all. Yes, but Sean Astin could totally already sell the inspirational speech. So <laughs> we saw, see where that comes did from. Did we start what? with Rudy? I don't know if that was... Was that before no. this or no? That was later. That was Rudy later, was later. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy was, was later. Older yeah, he's older. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was this, and then when does Toy Soldiers, soldiers fall into the oh, sequence? Oh, that... I don't remember. Let me see. That, that'd be around You guys the same time. talk, and I'll find out. Um, <laughs> so I thought... Generally, I, I know the kids acting... Sometimes it was over the top, you know, and wacky, and but sometimes it was strangely really natural. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, there was that one moment where they were sneaking up on the abandoned restaurant... What? Um, <laughs> They're skipping on the skipping. abandoned restaurant. And then they think they hear a gunshot. And the way they just stopped and didn't... It was like the only time in the movie they didn't go all go, ah! Right. They stopped and... And that was cool. It, that really worked. But um, I, I this thought... Was, this was pre-Riddlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Toy Soldiers was 91. Oh, wow. Way later. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Okay. Um, I thought okay. Martha Plimpton is awesome. I have to agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Um, you said she, she like... was in my in my <laughs> back then. My thought of her was she's the stereotype, not attractive friend of the attractive oh. girl. But, but she it. made it not be stereotype. How? I think so. How? I don't know. I just didn't. I saw that that's what they were going for, but she. It seemed like she grounded it. She certainly it had like she fleshed it out. Better dialogue than everybody yeah. else. Um, yeah. 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 I don't know. I think she took it to a bigger to place a better than place. it was probably Have written. To agree. Um. Yeah, she's definitely more emotional, stable, emotionally stable. Oh God, our yes. friend. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was because she's supposed to be, I think, the stick up, stick up her butt, older girl who ruins the fun for everyone. But as soon yeah. as she appeared, I liked her. I liked you know, her. it's like she wasn't that. Yep. And if she was supposed to be that, they blew it <laughs> because she was actually sensible and and didn't dictate her. You know, she got into it eventually, and I don't know, had this nice mix of. Sensibility, but willingness to go along and, and being, they, being not a freak about everything. Yes. <laughs> and they had to hook her up with one of the members. They hooked yeah, up with that was odd. Because isn't he like. Wait, like, wait oh, all see? The kids oh. like around 11, 12 years old, and then. The teenagers, yeah. wait. teenagers were. Oh, they were hooking them up? I thought they were brother and sister. Oh, were they? What? What? Uh, I, mean, I could be wrong. Okay, I thought that. I thought they Malf were. and Martha. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Get together at the end. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were having yeah. a brother sister moment. <laughs> well, they they were having a moment. It was not so much like they didn't kiss or anything. Okay. They were just. Kind oh, of for like some reason I got the idea they were friends somewhere. I guess somewhere in all mm. the chatter of the kids, I thought she I didn't, was being I didn't, a protective sister. No, I, I didn't catch that. Uh, but, okay. Um, oh well. I think it's funny that have to watch it again. You know. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't try to bring the jock into it because it's like, well, this is the town we're trying to save and everyone should be a part of it. But oh, I guess he's the son of the evil guy, so they couldn't bring him into it. So. Yeah, that was yeah. odd. Um, Josh Brolin, 
Josh Brolin. A, I'd forgotten how he can rock a forehead bandana. <laughs> Seriously. But also, as long as we're bringing back now, as we are, all these terrible things from the 70s and 80s, porn stashes and <laughs> mandatory beards on everyone oh, and flannel, all this, and, and neon colors all coming back, then I want to bring back the gym shorts worn over the sweatpants <laughs> look. Tim, I, I think you should do that. I then. may. I may. On it's, gym winter has ended, so gym it's, tomorrow. It's, it's the wrong season. If this had been, ah, if we'd done this three matter. months ago. It's, it's, it's San Francisco. It's in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll see. I, I wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> so, final verdicts. Tim? Um, I think there's an actual good movie to be made of this concept. Hmm. that wasn't made because we assumed we could just throw any crap together because of our young target audience hmm. and we checked off some bullet points we thought we had to hit to accomplish that like crotch shots and <laughs> all that stuff I think the premise of <laughs> kids who are in a fragile situation where they're losing their home and everything and they find this opportunity to adventure there's some and, and I, I, I wouldn't want to see a reboot because they would just take it to some really grim place <sighs> now and I don't want that the lightheartedness was very nice but you know it can be dealt with a little more realistically and without all the necessary loudness right <laughs> I don't know who would do that but J.J. <laughs> <laughs> Abrams like, can reboot it with God, more no. lens flare God, no. <laughs> I think that's something we well, all, all remarked on during the movie that this movie had natural lens flare yes, yes. in several shots <laughs> not genetically not, engineered not digitally engineered entirely it's organic lens yes. flare yes <laughs> there's maybe one green scene in the whole thing hmm Are there yes. were, uh, there's yeah, a couple of so. obvious yeah. like when he's holding the the bloom up to match the rock with the that's the one I'm thinking lighthouse. of yeah you could but tell the they're one, all like there was also a green screen like when they first break through to the ocean when oh, they're coming yeah. outside oh, yeah. that was yeah. kind of green screening also I thought there's one scene where they're dropping rocks in front of the pirate ship oh yeah you see the mm. edge around the rocks as it yeah. comes down <laughs> yes did we mention that this this was industrial light and magic's great work that we're yes. talking about oh I, yeah it's like <laughs> of course it was in who else would do it then yes <laughs> so April last words I give last it a thoughts? thumbs up mm. I, I, I thought it was a fun romp <laughs> uh, and a nostalgic romp and I liked the 80s and it felt less big budget than it did at the time. Hmm. At the time it felt like very much like a studio film and big budget yeah. and very pre pre chewed and uh, <laughs> here I, I it's it certainly wasn't an indie film but um, it doesn't feel like big budget today. Hmm. So I liked it. Hmm. Yeah. So it it struck me as a not sort of atypical eighties. You know, late seventies, early eighties, some a little bit of a formula film, right? Right, definitely. John, mm-hmm. you know, we're aiming at kids. Yes, you know, these, these things, you know, young kids having an adventure, kind of, kind of film, and and in that context, it, it you know, it, it it did that well. Several, you know, several elements of it were were kind of were kind of dated, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and definitely of the period, um, but you know, it was it was fun. But I'm 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 not sitting here thinking, oh my god, I wish I'd seen that when I was twelve. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that I, I missed it until now. So many missed opportunities. <laughs> the one uh, the thing I'm and you you look at this and then and maybe this is uh, for another episode of the podcast when I think back to 
So Back to the Future came out the same year, oh. right? Right, mm-hmm. and and you kind of look at things about sort of the 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 way that feels a lot more like a more modern mm-hmm. the way you think of films being made today than, yeah. than this kind of does, mm-hmm. and they were they were the same year, so. Yeah, hmm. but but What's, then I haven't seen Back to the Future and qu- the original Back to the Future in a while. Uh, so. is, oh, is the difference the target audience? Uh, so, so Back to the being because I don't think Back to the Future is necessarily aimed young like we no, think no, no, no. This was this was targeted young. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that may be part of it. Why yeah. they're so different? Young seems so different. And family, but I thought yeah, Back to yeah, the Future's yeah. family too. Yeah, but more adult. But, but for a young family, there was there was an awful lot of of uh, hell and there was, shit. Uh, shit. And but I think that was shit. part That's of the charm. The That's, yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm, it seems like I remember from back at the time that was one of the remarkable things about how the Spielberg group made movies because they talk about ET too. I mean, yeah. no. kids of that age do cuss and they yeah. get a, get something out of it because ee we're naughty, you know. And <laughs> to put that into kids' movies was supposed right. to be made it more realistic, oh. realistic and appealing. Hmm. So and maybe it did. I don't know, but. Well, I still liked it. Oh, I mean, not I, I wouldn't watch it every day like I did when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> over summer break or whatever. Um, but I did enjoy seeing it again. It's been more than ten years, probably even longer. Um, and there are lots of funny lines in it and funny moments. Uh, but like you said, the the crotch humor and and just the uh, all the yelling just kind of got to me that it didn't before. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I say it's still it's a good film. It's for a younger audience, but yes, it holds up. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yay. So there we go. That's the end of our first podcast. Yay! <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, everyone, and um, join us next time for a movie that has not been chosen yet. We don't know. What will it be? Ooh, the suspense is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye.